Hello, everybody. It is June 23rd. Sunday, June 23rd. Yeah. This is our new recording time. We do Sundays now because, you know, I'm a working adult. Emma is a working adult. (laughs) We don't necessarily have time during the week anymore to... No, definitely not. ...to to do things like this. I barely have time on the weekend. Before I came over here, I've just been transcribing interviews all day. Yeah. Literally, that's all. I have one interview from a KU English professor who I'm writing a feature on. Mm -hmm. It's an hour and ten minutes long. Jesus. I have to transcribe every word of that. Yeah, I uh, I just went to uh, brunch yeah. with friends. We we have very different work schedules, don't <laughs> we? <laughs> um, That's also the struggle for me of like juggling two jobs plus podcast, two podcasts now plus um, writing on my own. Right. So it's just it's a lot. Also, shout out to my other podcast, Kansas on Broadway. It's on Kansas the, on Broadway. It's on the UDK website. Would if you, you want care? To hear. Would you care to give a quick synopsis of what you guys talk about on that? Yeah. So we, uh, it's me and three other people uh, from the UDK, and we're all big uh, theater people. So we listen to a new Broadway show every week. Last week we did Hades Town. And, and if you don't know what the UDK is, it's the University, University Daily, Daily Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. Sorry, the newspaper we all work for it at um, University of Kansas. And uh, last week we listened to Hades Town. This week we're listening to Heather's the Musical. So we just kind of like talk about it for like. 20-ish minutes. It's a super quick listen, but uh, very fun for me to connect with other theater people because there aren't that many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But and I recognize this is not the audience I should be promoting. Right, but you know, it's, it's anyway. going to talk about our other, other stuff we got going right, on. Right, other projects. Um, but this is the main focus. Yes. Of course. Obviously. For both of us, this is our main uh, creative focus. Oh yeah, I put on. so much more time into this than anything else that I do, <laughs> so I'm definitely going to be sticking around for until Zach kicked me out, basically. Yeah. Um, thank you for uh, someone just left a five-star review. I think it was like Zoom 56 or something like that. Hey, so, we appreciate you, Zoom. Uh, we appreciate you. It was well-written. Um, let me, we'll pull up the podcast app, read through that real quick, and uh, and show exactly what you said, because it was very nice. It was, uh, I don't know, made my day. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, yeah, someone, you know, someone's actually listening to right. us and leaving a review um, because I know we've asked all of you to do that so many times. Yes. Um, today On today's show, in the meantime, though, um, we have, we, we both sobbed like Oh, idiots. my God. Yeah. <laughs> at, the, at the NHL Awards, there's a moment with Carey Price where if you haven't seen it, we're going to talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen it, stop what you're doing right now. Go watch Carey Price at the NHL Awards because yeah. you're, you're going to sob like a baby. Um, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about KU's recruiting class for football for, and I want to say that again for football. <laughs> yeah. Everyone. Let's make sure that's very clear. As clear as it could possibly be. They're doing really well right now. Yeah. And I was pretty stunned by that. Um, and then we've got some other stuff that we're going to talk about. We'll talk about when we go into the break or coming out of the break, um, that we'll highlight. But, um, let's see. It was zoom 2420. They said Zach and I have a fun dynamic with a balance of spitting information and cracking jokes. Love listening to these two give each other a hard time. I'm also excited for the release day chain for episodes. Can't wait to listen Monday mornings on my way to work. So thank you so much. Uh, zoom 2420. Uh, thank you for being a listener. We yeah. appreciate that. Thank yeah. you for not only being a listener, but also boosting my ego. I really just needed <laughs> that to make my head a little bit bigger. Um, so if everyone would like to jump on that train and right. really just, you know, help me flex on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hop in. Um, but anyway, let's, uh, Jesus, I should not have gone to, no, you should not. Have. I- I'm so out of it right now. Um, anyway, let's try to get it. I forgot to mention to you. Oh no. I messed up on my calendar. Big time. My cousin's bachelor party mm-hmm. is this weekend. I had it accidentally put into my calendar for July, like the same weekend, like July, oh, no. um, what would be July uh, 26th or 29th, the same weekend. And so I like my cousin texted me this one of them texted me this morning, reminded me, and I just went, oh shit, I totally forgot about that. 
completely I just completely dropped the ball on the date, but figured it out, so we're all good. That'll be an interesting weekend. Can't wait to report back on oh, that. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway. So that's next weekend, you said? Yeah. Well, it's this coming weekend. So next weekend. Yeah, so next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's a difference in thought process. Honestly, I think about it as this coming weekend, because since it's Sunday, I already think this weekend's gone. It's done. Okay. I don't know. Who knows? Sure. Um, anyway, let's hop into what we're going to talk about for today. First... The Carey Price moment at the NHL Awards. One, Carey Price is a great dude. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal human being. Um, he does a lot of charity work on the side and stuff like that. Um, it, it, he, he's just a good dude all around. But this kid had, basically the story is, his mom was fighting a battle with cancer, promised her son that she would get to meet his favorite hockey player, Carey Price. and Before she passed. Before away. she passed. And then she passed and he hadn't gotten to do it yet. And so after a practice that was being held in Boston, uh, Carrie stopped by as he skated off the ice, talked to the kid, gave him a hug. They exchanged mm-hmm. a few words uh, that the family hasn't disclosed. They were, it was, looked like a really uh, like intimate moment. Nice interaction, intimate moment. You and that, um, that also won the award for like most inspirational moment right. uh, or whatever. Um, so that was like a cool thing. So then at the awards show. Right. The award show, I- I'm sitting there watching it and, uh, and he comes on screen he wasn't supposed to be at the award show. He had other stuff going well, so on. So they brought the little boy up right, first. They right. brought him up to like recognize him, whatever. And then it uh, pans to the screen mm-hmm. where um, Carrie Price is now like giving him a little message, whatever. It's a cute moment. Right. And then um, the host like pauses and she's like, where'd he go? And then Carrie Price comes out um, at the back of the stage and the kid just... Uh, the kid's you expression. See, you can see his face actually crumble when he starts crying. And that was when I lost it. I was it, like, uh-uh. It was so you just you sit there and you watch it and you go one what a special moment between oh, the two yeah. of them I mean genuinely what a special moment um, Carrie comes on stage gives him a hug the kid is just sobbing everybody who's watching is sobbing right um, everybody's on their feet at this right. point tears Carrie invites him to the All Star game and is like I hope I can see you there next year and at this <laughs> point like I'm just a train wreck watching <laughs> watching the NHL awards. Just ugly crying. Because, like, honestly, the NHL awards, between that and then, like, Robin Leonard coming up on stage and talking about, hey, like, I'm bigger than my mental illness, stuff like that. Right. And, you know, talking about his battle. It was Which just, is awesome. It was just an emotional beating right. we took this year. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just genuinely. think, like, just quick sidebar. I think that um, athletes talking about their mental illness is, like, one of the, like, mental illness sucks and so seeing like other people talk about it and be like oh hey i deal with this too i think that's really cool you know and, like pete davidson did his bit on snl which i know like we've watched several times and it's super yeah. funny but like the truth of it is that like this is something that needs to be talked about and the fact that athletes that like, come forward and they're like hey i deal with this too i just think that's really incredible and right. especially on a moment where it's like he didn't need to do that you know what i mean right but, and, I, and I saw a bunch of people, English is not his first language, mm-hmm. a bunch of people were shitting on him for how eloquent the speech was. I was like, go fuck yourselves. Like, when he's talking about his mental I'm illness like, and I'm you're like, mocking him. I'm like, he's trying to talk God. about his mental illness. They're mocking him for not having English be his first language. I was like, what you kind are of a, real, a human are you? You're a real piece of work. Yeah. Um, which is fine. I mean, you're going to have those people. You, ha- you always are going to have those people. But the larger message, I think, from everybody was like, hey, we appreciate you actually doing right. this. No. And like watching his wife 
Like mm. he was sitting there just thanking her because she'd been through the whole process with him and everything. Oh, she's just sobbing sure. in like the front row. And I'm like, God, what happened to just like <laughs> this player for most goals scored this year? Is, and you know, yeah. like I'm just like, okay, like I'm getting my ass kicked today, but fine. <laughs> um, but it was it was fantastic. If you have not seen the Carey Price thing, I cannot recommend it enough. I'm searching for it on Twitter right now so that we can have a link readily available. Because um, I know we say we're going to do that like every week. I'm right. like, oh, we'll put it on Twitter. And I think like, twice we do it, yeah so. we, we, we forget definitely Sorry. um but the nhl if we if it's on our twitter page on the nhl uh their instagram page it is readily available for one of the instagram tv moments however you want to say mm-hmm. it, um for you to watch and and i highly recommend it it's like three minutes and 20 seconds but totally worth right. it um outside of that ku football ku football let yes me, let me re-say <laughs> that uh this recruiting class is shaping up to actually be really good. Right. I mean, Les Miles is putting in some work right now. Yeah, it, it's pretty amazing. We've never had, in, in recent memory, I'm sure we have before, but in recent memory, I don't know of a time where we've had this massive of a class. I it, it It's not even that. It's more for me, like, the quality of the athletes that we're getting. That's what I mean. Right. I mean, massive, not in terms of quantity, but in terms of, like, Holy shit, these people are coming here. We have 20 commits right now. That's insane. We have the most commits in the Big 12, Mm -hmm. which is huge. We're the third-ranked class in the Big 12, and that's because Oklahoma is on top. They have one five-star, six four-stars, and five three-stars. Oklahoma State has one four-star and 12 three-stars. We have 19 three-stars. Wow. And so... um, you know, we're above Kansas State, Texas, TCU, Iowa State, Baylor, West Virginia, and Texas Tech. And I'll, honestly, I'll take that. I know that a lot of people like to go for, like, big money recruits. I'll take a three-star guy who will work his ass off any day. Sure. We're the 28th ranked class in the nation right now. That's crazy. Like, like I'm looking through this list of schools we're above, like Mizzou, for example. Not that I would love to put them on blast, <laughs> but they're 35th. Um they only have 10 recruits or 11 recruits. Um, we're above schools like Mizzou, Wisconsin, Stanford, Cal, uh, Michigan wow. State. These are some pretty big names. Right. Um, it, it, it's a huge turnaround for a program that I haven't seen like a program from. that used to be ranked below like D2 schools. <laughs> we're above USC right now. That's that's insane. Like you That's actually crazy. I'm, I'm I just keep looking through this list and finding bigger schools that we're ahead of. Obviously, we're ahead of like Nebraska is on the list right now, but they've been struggling mightily. Sure, but still um, a historic program. Right. UCLA, Arizona, U of I, Houston. Like this is the uptick that yeah. we have been looking for in KU football. And Les, Les Miles is proving that he is worth every dollar. Right. And like, like, if you've been listening to us from the beginning, this was something that we've been talking about from the beginning. Right. And like, I was actually like looking back at some of our old episodes and we were talking about like, oh my God, imagine if Les Miles came to KU. Like that'll never happen. But like, haha, what if? Right. And now it's like, not only is that happening, but he is totally changing this program for the better. Well, and I, I will give us some credit. We like battled back on a lot of people mm-hmm. that were like he he can't recruit the same way like oh, he could yeah. at LSU he can't he won't be able to pull recruits to Kansas we fought back on a lot of yes. those where it was like no we believe in this guy's ability to recruit 
because he has a proven track record of doing it. And right. to us, that was bigger than anything else. Right. And then, of course, talking to Smacker and then getting, like, that affirmation of, like, hey, yeah, this is how he recruits. Right. And, like, in her interview, she talks about that and, like, things he does. And so I think that, for us, was another moment of, like, this could really be something special. And now that he's proving his worth, that's really amazing. Well, and I, and I think talking but to Smacker... Mostly, but mostly, yes, yeah, shout out to us for being right. Right, yeah. <laughs> but I think talking to Smacker, too, was more, for, for me anyway, it was going... All right, I'm sold on this idea. Yeah. I would have been sold on coming to Kansas after just talking to her. Yeah. And talking, like, and obviously we talked a ton about what she had been doing in her life and those kind of yeah, things. Yeah, and it was mostly a feature on her. But right. that, But that one moment of her saying, like, what was it? They used to have recruits come to, like, Sunday dinner. They come to their like, house and she's played pickup games with them right. and stuff like that. And Les would call them later and be like, oh, hey, we were just talking about you and what we think you can bring to the team. That's right. That's really cool. I was sold on that because yeah. they were able, she was able to and that hour-long interview that we did mm-hmm. um, sell us on the idea of this is how we recruit. It's a family thing. And if he recruited me like that, I would have been hard-pressed to sign with any other school. Yeah. If I was a talented enough football player to be recruited by D1 schools, it would be very hard for me to walk away from that This actually consider it. Right. I have like kind of a really interesting anecdote about this um, and about recruiting. So as I've mentioned a few times before, my sister has gone through the whole recruiting process. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's committed to Pitt State to play volleyball. And she's like, I still can't believe she didn't go to Kansas. I know, but that's a whole other situation. <laughs> um, but she's like so excited about that and absolutely loves it. But there was one school um, that was, you know, had been recruiting her kind of from the start, but like hadn't done a really great job. Like had just talked to her a few times invited her to like one game and then even then it wasn't like a tour of the facility or anything like that so she was kind of like okay I know they want me but like you know what I mean and it it wasn't like super she wasn't sold on what was happening exactly so then Pitt State contacts her and they're like hey we know who we're up against we might be a lesser program but listen we're turning this around right now and we think you're gonna be a huge part of this she came she went to a football game went to a volleyball game toured their facilities they showed her exactly where she'd be like who she'd be working with met with all the girls like they absolutely rolled out the red carpet for her and she was like all right i'm done and it's about that experience it's about being able to sit there and believe in the things that the coaching staff and everybody else around the program is telling you right and i also just want to clear something up super fast because it wasn't kansas that was not the program i was just referring to she wasn't being right, yeah I, I just want to make sure that people know because she wasn't being like actively recruited by ku she just had coaches tell her that she could go do one if she wanted to right she does not do so this is just another d2 school who i'm just not gonna name right just um, want to make sure that's clear yeah yeah just a good old clarification that it wasn't you know my alma mater right exactly university um <laughs> just like not throwing shit around right at our place of business. <laughs> um but with this being said, mm-hmm. with everything that we're seeing from uh, this turnaround, like because it genuinely is, it's a it's a huge turnaround, yeah. for this university. Where do we see this? How do we see KU finishing this year? What early on? This is, I mean, it's huge speculation because huge speculation. We don't but know what for, it's going to look like. That is the name of our game. <laughs> right, right. Huge speculation. <laughs> uh, blatant ignorance. Um, right. <laughs> title of this episode is just right. huge speculation. <laughs> but um, what's the expectation? Where do where where do we go here and say from or from here and say mm-hmm. what happens now? What happens this year? How do we finish? How do we play? How do we play the year after that? I think what's the trajectory for this team? Something that we talked about early was I'd be happy if this team went five hundred. Mm-hmm. Now I expect that. You know what I mean? And like that might be like kind of an intense thing to say, but like with this kind of recruiting class, I would expect us to be at least like 500 on the season because also these guys who he's recruiting 
on social media at least are so intense and so mm-hmm. excited it seems like we have a class that has a lot of heart my thing is though like this is the class of 2020 right that we have sorry I'm, I'm, that's so what i meant you have to wait a little bit yeah. to see these guys yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's what i meant was that in that season that right I, that's what i would be expecting but um if we're talking about this season i would want us to be 500 i'd be super happy with that super right. content i i think i don't think it's unreasonable at all to say that this team with proper coaching and you know a good basis on or a good base for everything that we do could go 500 i don't think it is I, I think the guys are, f- like, there is an element to me always that has been if guys are fired up, if guys are ready to go, if guys are really buying into everything that's happened, yeah. that kind of will can overcome a lot. Oh, my, oh my God. This is why everyone loves the movie Rudy, you right. know, and, like, good old movies like that of, like, oh, he's, like, a little short, but he's got heart. Granted, Rudy wasn't winning a national championship. I'm but just saying. <laughs> it's that kind of story. Rudy wasn't beating Bama, but. <laughs> Rudy could beat Bama. I'm going to die on that hill. Um. But no, anyway, it's that kind of story that everyone craves, and it's that kind of story that I think, it, that kind of narrative is what I think Les is building here. Right, and guys like like Jaden, Jaden Russell, right, who is so active on Twitter, bought into the program yes. completely. Yes, is always repping brand, is always showing people, and and really is pushing brand hard, mm-hmm. saying guys, come here, things are different, things are changing. You know, he's a phenomenal recruiter. Yeah, I gotta give him all the props in the world for yeah. maybe being one of the best recruiters on this team. That right. I'm a the, let's say the best recruiter that we're aware of on the team. Right. Um. Of course, we don't know everybody else who's not active on social media and whatever. Right. But I've course. actually heard like personal stories about people like seeing Jay on the street and whatever, and he's like repping KU gear and he's saying like, "Oh, hey, come to games," like things like that, which is super cool. Yeah, Jaden is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like awesome, 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 awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. If you hear this, keep doing what yeah. you're doing. Please keep repping the brand um, because we really appreciate it. But like guys like that who have completely bought in and like, no, nah, come here. Yeah. This is an easy decision. When guys that are posting, you know, my top five and mm-hmm. they're like, I see our recruits going, nah, it's an easy decision. Yeah. Don't worry. That's not even a top five. And that's five. also like, that's something that fans are going to buy into. You know, like if we see that, we're going to get excited about the season. Right. If we see you're excited, we're like, okay, maybe we're all in again. And then that's something. So it's kind of like this positive feedback loop you know that's just like generating excitement for the upcoming season and even like small things like we've been talking about with social media and Jaden, it's that's super exciting for a fan to start seeing especially after a program that is just fucking downtrodden at this point right and i think it, it is a very positive step in the right direction yeah i think you can't change the culture of a program without recruiting these quality individuals like Mm -hmm. we've beat the horse dead on it but like Jaden yeah who are out there representing you representing the school representing the coaching staff representing the other players on the team and saying there's a culture shift happening here right get on the fucking train right and when you can see that as I said it's a positive feedback loop of excitement Mm -hmm. so like that's something that and I I almost wonder if that's not a huge reason why 2020 guys are coming in of course massive speculation but I think that's got to be a factor right I, I I mean I think and I, and I always frame it as if I was a recruit, what mm-hmm. am I looking at? Yeah. An excitement around a program, excitement from the individuals that have already committed there would be huge for me. Yeah. Because I'm sitting there going, if you're not excited to be at that school, if you're not excited for the upcoming year, what are you working for? Yeah. What are you putting in these hours for? What are you going, waking up early every morning and going to bed late every night 
yeah four and like, it's exactly what i was gonna say like those dark days you know right. where if you're like say you have a bad workout or whatever and you're like oh my god i don't even want to be doing this but you have that in the back of your mind if i'm doing this for something and even though it sounds like really dumb like something bigger than myself almost right because like um i okay so this is like kind of a sidetrack but not really um i took a speech class with uh these two football players and they were also probably the funniest people i've ever met in my life sure love them um but they would tell me about their schedule and I was like, what is that like? And they were yeah. like, uh, it's the hardest thing I've ever had to do. It's and brutal. It, exactly. So not only is it brutal, but then it's like you get on the field and it's just depressing. Right. And this was, of course, pre less Miles era. But they're like, it's just it's hard a lot mm-hmm. of the time. And if you're not thinking of this is where I want to be then you're going to quit the team and I think you're going to be so miserable. And I think that is the struggle of bringing a team out of the depths where we have been mm-hmm. so recently. And it is not necessarily that you don't have the facilities or the staff in place, but changing that culture. Yeah. And I really can say without a shadow of a doubt, the culture has shifted yeah. in the program. For sure. And you can, it's noticeable. You yeah. can see it everywhere. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, I'm a season ticket holder for this upcoming season mm-hmm. and actually the next three, cause we're locked into that. I'm so excited to see where the yeah. team goes because I haven't felt this kind of culture around the football yeah. program here in a long time. And I have friends at major power five schools, schools like Michigan, like Michigan state, yeah. Nebraska, Iowa, um, who don't, yeah, their teams are good, but they They're are not, not feeling that kind of energy. Yeah. My friends at Michigan, like they do not feel the same kind of level mm-hmm. of energy that we are feeling right now. And that makes me so optimistic for the future. Right. Like I would say the last time there was this kind of excitement around a program, Actually, if you want to take it further around both football and basketball programs yeah. was the 2008 national championship uh, basketball season and Orange Bowl football season. And my parents actually went to the Orange Bowl and they were like, it was the best. And we went to like, um, I don't know what they did afterwards. It wasn't like a parade or anything, but they did something. And we went to it and it was so cool to see so many people excited about KU football. And then basketball, we did the same thing. Mm-hmm. We, that was actually a parade. We went to the parade. It was such a blast. We got to miss school. And it was like, those are memories that I'm going to have forever, even though I was like, what, a third grade, something yeah. like that. But I remember it so vividly. And so it's like, but it was because I remembered how many people were there, how many people are on Mass Street watching all of this happen and mm-hmm. things like that. So like that also generates a ton of excitement for me of knowing like, hey, I've been here my whole life. I've seen this before. And thinking that it could come again is like next level. And that team was, and I think even if you want to look at it this way, I feel like this is so much different because that team was a bunch of overachievers. Sure. The expectation was not that they went into that season and one of the top teams in the country and won the Orange Bowl. Mm-hmm. Now the expectation is that this team comes in, is competing in the Big 12, is playing well in the Big 12. I'm not expecting them to win the right. Big 12 this year. Not this year. Probably not next year. Year after that, I might start having some. Right. This, this is the goal down so, the road. Yeah. But this is a season where I'm expecting them to come in and be successful for the first time. Yeah. In a while. Because yeah. I haven't come into a Since KU season. Since 2008, arguably. Right. I haven't come into a KU season where I'm like, yeah, I expect them to be really successful. Right. I've come to plenty of Michigan seasons going, yes, they should win a national championship <laughs> right. this year. No, but you go into KU football games, or you used to anyway, of being like, oh, I'm going to have a good time out here with my friends. Right. We're going to get crushed. But, like, it'll be fun with friends. They need to start selling beer in that stadium. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I, they, it needs to be available. General yeah. concession. I'll stand by that. That was, who just did, was it the SEC? Yeah, that. Who's not allowing that? that? Yeah. Jealous. It's the first time they've ever 
we need beat to get us on, in anything. <laughs> we, we need to get on board yeah. with that. Uh, I wouldn't say the first time they beat us in anything. I'm watching play football. <laughs> it's a joke, Zachary. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, we we definitely they need to start selling beer because this season they'll make so much money. Yeah. But anyway, the highest of high hopes for KU football. I'll say it right now. Oh no. <laughs> and I'm gonna sound really fucking dumb yep. if this doesn't happen. <laughs> In five years, five. Okay. I would not be surprised, bad an eye, think anything, if KU was one of the top three teams in the Big 12. Oh, in the Big 12. I thought you were going to go so much bolder with that. That was such a letdown. It, you, what do you think? I was going to be like, I wouldn't be surprised if KU's the next Clemson. That's where I thought you were headed with that. You you were looking at me like, you're not going to believe what I'm about to say. Like, I'm going to blow your mind. I caught a lot of heat for that. No, I, I totally buy that. I, if they're totally one of the top three teams that. in the Big 12, I wouldn't be surprised if they won no. it once. Mm-hmm. Like in the, in next, the next five, five years, I'd see that. Win it once, be a top three team every year. I could, would, I could see that happening. Me. I could totally see that happening. I'm in with you on that. So with that being said. Hey, you know what? If you hate that take, let us know on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, let us know on Twitter. Just at us and just yeah. put us on blast for that. It um, would not be the first time I've gotten yelled at for my cold takes. Yeah, we got to talk about that. that I don't think they're cold, but you know. You totally reminded me. I can't no, believe you like that. set me up now to where I've been. I reminded no, myself now. I meant, of I meant the with cold your whole ass take. Emma, when we come back from the break, oh. Emma had a cold ass take. It as just, a, you think it's cold. I, mean, I think your take is super cold. I mean, the entire sports chat that we're in kind of put you on blast oh my god it. but they do that for everything Without, I, I literally say anything and they're like wow and then you suck and i'm like we'll, oh, shit, we'll okay. uh we'll reconvene after break <sighs> but take a short recess <laughs> <laughs> but all you gotta know emma has some cold ass takes we're gonna talk about them right opinion. after the short break thank you so much for joining the easy <laughs> sports podcast we'll be right back
right, everybody, welcome back. Um, we we just basically talked about we we. All right, <laughs> I, I'm gonna start from the beginning Let's here. Not. Um, we discussed how Emma would be totally okay and even respect it a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, I totally would. <laughs> if I went back to school, got a journalism degree, mm-hmm. worked my ass off to get a job as like a lead writer for the New York times or something like that. Yeah. And then just wrote a hit piece on her <laughs> out of nowhere for the bit. <laughs> like, honestly, I would be so impressed that I'd just be like, sure. What would you drag gonna, my name? Th- what am I going to do? What are you going to do? At yeah. That point? Drag my name through the mud. I don't even care. You're like, damn. Yeah. I guess that's fine. At this point, I'm like, also a journalist <laughs> so my boss just like calls me in the office and like have you seen this i'm like my god you just got a hit piece wrote on you yeah. like you just got wrote shot in- you're gonna be a journalist you just said wrote did i say wrote yeah, you did. yikes i might have had a stroke um <laughs> you, you you're- i can't wait to see what you pop i know you send me work stuff to edit and you're gonna be the journalist how dare you <laughs> what about that was how incorrect? dare you how dare you yeah, I do send you stuff every once in a while where I'm like, oh, a lot of people are going to see this. Let's, <laughs> let's have Emma edit it first. Um, Which honestly is like highlight of my life. When people are like, hey, you're like really smart. Read this. I'm like, fuck yes. I'm more like, hey, you know how to use commas properly. <laughs> All right. Thanks for taking me down to peg there, Zach. <laughs> really appreciate that one. No, I, I definitely am like, if I'm looking for something to be well written, I send it to you. Yeah. There, there's no chance I am <laughs> trusting my own instincts on it and just be like, yeah, come on. You've got this. You know what you're doing. That's what I definitely don't. That's what like you read like a self-help book and you're like, you know what? I can submit this. Your boss comes in. They're like, are you okay? <laughs> what happened behind the keyboard when you typed this up? Did you die? <laughs> yeah, that's basically how that goes. It's, it's like, like the... Okay, have you seen the Seinfeld episode where George... Okay, never mind. No. Basically... You started that and you saw me shaking my head going, no, I haven't. Basically, it's like the same plot where George has to do a project that his boss like assigns him to, but he doesn't know what the project is. Mm-hmm. And somehow it gets done and he takes credit for it and then gets fired because the project has to be done by somebody completely insane. Love that. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, no, I definitely... Like I've said, I, I've come to you multiple times. During school, I would come to you with yeah. like papers and stuff like that. I'd be like, oh, fuck. Right. I'm so screwed if I turn this in yeah. without you looking at it. Which like, like happens to me so frequently. Like Maya's friends who are all like jumping into college mm-hmm. this year and stuff like that. They're like, will you please look at my college applications? I'll say something though. In my defense, mm-hmm. my writing has gotten substantially better. I would. Oh God, what were you at before? <laughs> No, but I mean, like, since we've been talking, since you've been oh, editing okay, stuff gotcha. for me, like, it has gotten a lot better. Hey, look to at where, that. But I think you could also attest a little bit to it where you're like, you look at stuff and you're like, actually, there was, because one time no, you're yeah, like, there's been there a, was nothing wrong with that. Yeah, like, no, there, there's been at least one time where I'm like, that's not bad. You're like, that was all right. Yeah. Good for him. Was that your, uh, your golf final? My golf paper <laughs> yeah, where you, my golf paper where you read, uh. You read about how the class... What? I really want to know your line that was like, I expected this this course to change my Josh swing, ga- Josh but gave it changed me that my line. life. Josh gave me that line where uh, I just basically talked about how the class completely 
changed my perception on the world it altered your mindset you actually transcended this physical plane (laughs) it it is titled gold final i the line josh gave me exactly was i knew we would learn the fundamentals i didn't realize there would be an An emphasis emphasis on on the fun fun. (laughs) yes (laughs) and then for like two paragraphs it's just me ranting (laughs) anyway you so we have a group chat on twitter called the bat flip fan club which is basically like the name alone is a direct middle finger at you yeah because most messages i would argue are a direct middle (laughs) finger at me but i i randy scott that's his last name randy scott yeah he wonderful journalist on espn well we have varying views on that um he basically tweeted out i don't know if you guys have been watching the college world series but one of Louisville's pitchers like strikes a dude out and then just like just obliterates him. He struck him out and he, then he cursed him out. He like, strikes him out the and then he looks at him and he clearly mouths fuck you to him like several times, which is awesome. It's terrible. That energy. I hate it. I'm here for it. And so Randy Scott said, pretty sure I became a fan of any team this guy ever faces ever again. Mm-hmm. And so I sent it in the chat and I said, this is a soft ass post, which got backed up by other people in the chat. But Emma, you revealed to me today (laughs) that you actually liked that post. Right. So here's what happened. (laughs) Scrolling through Twitter, right? I see that and I'm thinking, oh God, that guy sucks. I see Randy Scott's comment. I'm like, yeah, agree with that. Slap a like on it. Right. Five minutes (laughs) go by. (laughs) And all of a sudden, I see a notification, and Zach was like, this is soft. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> he did not see that I had previously liked this post. So we're just going to let that slide. And right. I just didn't say anything in the chat for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> you sort of avoided that whole situation. Right. Um, because it is. It's a soft post. Yeah. That is, that is a soft move uh, from him. No, it's not. It, it, it to say I lost respect. Oh my God, you're so dramatic. For the journalism done at ESPN because of that would be an understatement. Did you just say because this guy had a different opinion from you that you lost respect for ESPN entirely? It's a soft post. Oh my God. Soft. The big soft. I mean, that is high thread count soft. <laughs> I mean, it, no, it, it ge- genuinely... I think it's so funny. So like this chat basically started because of, if you remember, if you've been listening for a while, Emma and I had a debate about bat flips for basically... It was like 45 minutes. For basically an entire episode (laughs) where we just argued back and forth. I'm very pro bat flip. Emma is very anti bat flip. Right. So this chat spawned out of the fires of that debate and basically is I'll say five people who share my point of view and then you. That's so not I've talked to so many people who are like, oh yeah, no. I Within the parameters of that chat? Not of that chat. No, with the chat, it is five people who probably share my point of view and then you. What about uh, David? Arth? Yeah. He definitely shares the point of view on pro pro bat flip. Do we know? Uh, Arth, if you're listening, please help me. I'm going (laughs) to bet that I could just be like arth come on we disagree with emma and he'd be like yeah i mean probably (laughs) like like it's gotten to the point with that chat where we've made memes 
uh, with like our Twitter. You say we, it's you mocking me openly. Josh and I have made yeah, memes. Yeah, I know. Josh is in there too. Um, Josh and I have made memes, come up with, you know, different ideas. We've edited Emma's profile picture onto the Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> Onto a, a a Drake album that you definitely know which one I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's just it's the best. So that chat is phenomenal. Anyway, I posted uh, that tweet that we're talking about onto our Twitter. Um, so if you're not familiar with the video, check that out right now. What did you say? Oh no! I said <laughs> I didn't say anything bad. I just said we have very different views on this. Tune in tonight to hear us argue once again. <laughs> Yep, pretty much. Um, I like the all caps very. <laughs> we have very yeah. different views. But, but okay, let's keep in mind: fifty point four thousand people agree with us. Agree with agree us. With me and Randy Scott. How many people disagree collective? with you? I don't know. A lot more. How do we know? I saw a What's quote. The I saw a quote tweet of Randy Scott's tweet had like two hundred thousand likes on it. We'll never know. <laughs> we will. We, I mean, we do. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's actually talk about it real quick. <laughs> look, at the, look at this kid. No, I know. I've seen multiple response responses from different athletes. I saw one guy who responded and quote tweeted it. I can't remember who he was, but he was a pitcher and he mm-hmm. said, you better hope they never start streaming Juco games if people have a problem with this. Really? Yeah. So huh. apparently this That's sort of attitude common. exists. Within the confines I will, of different levels of baseball. I will say that a lot of guys I knew in high school who went to JUCO were like that. Right. And not not even in like not even in like a bad way. Like I would consider this kid with the fuck you, that's bad. But I just mean like no, that awesome. kind of like swagger. You know what I mean? Okay. That is swagger. He not, he got up on the mound, struck ugh, the kid out, and just ugh. tore him down. And it sucks. It's swagger. No, it's not. You're it's, telling me it's you arrogance. Never, you never struck someone out and was like, fuck you. No. Oh, sad. Not at all. You know what I did every time I struck somebody out? Slap, punched your own glove. I punched my glove and I just like nodded my head and I walked to the back of the mound. How disrespectful of you. Felt good about it. How but like, I wasn't like in anybody's face. I, I mean, he wasn't directly in that guy's face. It, okay. Some would argue. Some, <laughs> some even you. <laughs> some, some would argue. That he brought a lot of energy to the game that was much needed. Did you see the game, Zachary? Did you watch the game? Did you see the lack of energy? No, but I was bummed that I missed it mm-hmm. after I saw that post. I just, oh God. It All just right. feels like way too far. But but here's... Because even like, okay, if my choice is between bat flips and that, give me a bat flip any day. I hated that so much. But he, here's my thing. This happens all the time and it in other sports all the time and we never never it, it seems to be only baseball where baseball for me and at least what i've been able to directly observe mm-hmm. has kind of turned into i know the nfl was the no fun league forever it's kind of almost turning into that with baseball where it's like baseball's the old man yells at cloud league oh my God. <laughs> like like it, it genuinely has sort of that image, that stigma where it's like, no, players aren't allowed to do this. They're not allowed to do that. There's this hidden rule, that hidden rule. And I totally... Okay, and see, like, I understand that, but I don't think I've ever been that person who's been like, oh, you're not allowed to do it. It's just me personally. I don't appreciate it like I appreciate somebody 
who's not doing that. You know what I mean? Right, but, but what, what is like, the oh, difference? Rules. What's the difference between, like, when the Baker Mayfield thing happened? Like, remember when he came to Kansas and, like, grabbed his junk yeah, and hated like, that. was like, fuck you. I never had an issue with it. I, it's so annoying. It didn't bother me. It's ever. Just or like when he, our fans were like shit talking him, he turned around to the stands like stick to basketball. I never had an issue. I with just it. don't like that because it is in the confines of sports. There is a level of intensity. There is a level of energy. Sure. But that shouldn't... gets channeled outward. And if you're going to fault someone for how they channel outward. Now I'll say this. If it directly winds up hurting a like a spectator or someone else not a good thing okay but shouldn't you have a cool enough head to be able to be like you know what i can separate this whatever because i definitely had people heckle me but that's different people's side but i had a girl literally in the parking lot screaming that i had like uh definitely tried to hit her and i did hit her but not on purpose and she was like i saw her and was like totally just trashing me and i literally just walked up to her and i was like hey i definitely didn't mean to but like my bad hope you have a good rest of the tourney and walked away but i could have looked at her and been like hey fuck you and screamed at her what does that do for me but it's, it's for a different style horrible it doesn't i don't think it makes you look like anything i think it's a different way of handling i've definitely had parents where the kid's about to come take a penalty shot at me and then i stopped it and then I skated by the boards and clapped my hands at the parents. I've definitely done that before <laughs> kind of and had that happen. It was awesome. The kids skated. They were like heckling and doing their nonsense. Kids skated down me, stopped the penalty but shot, even that, skated out of the net, and clapped my hands while staring at all the parents. But even that is like, that's just, that's intense. This is disrespectful. Yelling fuck you at somebody? Are you kidding me? If I had done that, oh my God, my parents would have lost their shit and they would have been right to do so. But it happened. See, this is where my point sort of stands. It happens all the time. That doesn't make it okay. In other sports. And no one bats an eye at it. And I don't mind it. I invite it. The amount of people I have heard say, fuck you, directly to me playing sports over my entire life, it, it never bothered me. It never, like had any sort of effect on me because i was like whatever they're Mm -hmm. saying whatever they can to gain an edge and if you i think as soon as you let it bother you that person has won that person has Mm. won that mental battle you have lost and it's time for you to retreat well see but i disagree with that on a fundamental level because i've had people yell at me from the stands and i never let it bother me and i just like pitched whatever like i remember okay okay Tell me if you agree with what I'm about to say. All right. One time I'm on the mound. There is a whole group of people in the dugout screaming at me and like directly in at the du- me. Like other players. In the dugout, other players, this pitcher isn't shit. You got this, like yelling at me. And so the first thing I did was strike the girl out in three pitches and look at the dugout and shush them. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, but that's not disrespectful. Did you hold the finger oh, up yeah, to your I mouth did. and you went... Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. I took off my face Fan- mask, too. Fantastic. <laughs> took off the face mask and shushed them. Absolutely fantastic. But it, that, for me, that is no different than you striking that girl out in three pitches, turning them, being like, fuck you guys. Completely different. Not at all. Completely. You, If you're saying, It's not tennis. You. It's not tennis. Like, you, there is <laughs> no... There's no, like barrier or country club attitude about it you can <laughs> you can strike someone out look at them go fuck you and move on and it is okay that's just such a shitty thing to do like I, for how is me, that any more no, shitty no, no. though than you no because your me shushing your them, them was just being like hey yeah. check yourself a little that wasn't like 
fuck you. If I had done that, they would have like started a fight. Absolutely because, not. You know what it made them do? It made them just sit there. They shut up. And they were like, oh, okay, she's good. And then they had to battle me. And guess what? We won. But, like, if I had yelled, fuck you, it just would have escalated things. They would have been angry. Their pitcher probably would have retaliated at me. I've shushed a guy before and had him swing on me. That's awesome. <laughs> like, I have shushed people before and it... In I just think it's different. Exact same reaction. I, I just... I don't know. I, to I just think it's totally different. I see, That might be just me. And it, I might be... If people... You know what? If I'm crazy, let me know. She is. Like Emma's if, crazy. If you title of this episode, Emma's crazy. <laughs> Emma's wrong. If you genuinely think that I am crazy, let us know on Twitter because I feel so alone in this argument. <laughs> but like, I I genuinely see a huge difference between that. I think yelling "fuck you" at somebody is classless. I hated every second of it. Emma, you know why people usually feel alone in arguments? <sighs> because you have five people attacking you for no goddamn reason. I and, think that's. And you know why <laughs> five people attack you? Because it's funny. Because you're wrong. No, it's literally because you guys think it's so fun. Everything I say, I could say it's a beautiful day out and you guys are like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> literally what happens. Boom. I could say anything and you no, guys would be I, like, that, that's uh -uh. not Fundamentally, that's not correct. What? That's exactly. <laughs> Should I send screenshots? We, we've never done that before. Okay. Um, But no, I think people had such an issue there were some people that had, I should say, that had such an issue, Randy Scott included, about this kid mm -hmm. saying fuck you to the batter that he just struck out. I'm fine with it. It will never bother me. It has never bothered me. Like, I'm here for that kind of energy. If you are playing an intense game and you are in an intense moment, you're going to say some intense things. Yeah, but you don't have to say that. You can. You 100% can. You, sh you can. For sure you can. You shouldn't. But why not? Because you what, shouldn't. What is fundamentally wrong about anything that he said? He said fuck you. What? Right, I know. But, but what is the what is the actual issue with what he said? What is the problem with those words? What if he had said screw you? What if he had said like, you know, it's, anything else? It was just, it's disrespectful. It's just, it's I was intense. raised, I was raised as that's something you don't do. Sure. I and was every too. team that I and every team that I played for, it was like, hey, we're classy until the end. You don't say shit to other players. There was one girl on uh, like one of the last teams I played for who said something to another player and she like ran the next practice because you don't do that. And especially not fuck you. I, I and I think this also definitely comes down to a difference in the sports that we played. I, it's for, definitely for sure. I would argue the sports that we play and I might be crazy, but I think that, like, I think gender has something to do with it. And it might. Like, because I, I don't know if it's just because of me growing up around female and female athletics, but I saw a difference. Mm -hmm. Not That's not a bad thing. Because, like, what, like. But it's just, it's a thing. Seeing that, like, seeing what he did, that was commonplace. I never saw that. That was something that happened. I expected to happen and be said to me every single time I stepped on the ice, every single time I stepped on the field. Like that was something that I was already prepared to be said. Right. And, and like, didn't. and I want to make this clear that there are some absolutely like intense female athletes sure. who do things like this and like that's your own thing whatever Hope solo great example right so there's definitely that side of it and so i'm not trying to say like oh all women's sports are like this because i don't think they are but how many times do you see like 
an NBA clip, whatever, of something like this happening versus a female sport. Now, is that because female sports don't get as much attention? I don't know, but I never saw this growing up. And I, I think... I played four different sports growing up, and I never once had any interactions like that. And I, I think the interesting part of this that we're sort of now getting into is I think a lot of our fundamental differences with how sports are handled are kind of gender-based, yeah. if you will. There are some definite differences in how it's perceived with male sports and female sports yeah. if i'm like because as another male seeing that guy be like fuck you i didn't even bat an eye yeah i was like awesome love the energy glad they're competing hard yeah but there's a definite difference in how and obviously if you're listening to this you can hear that difference right between the two ways of like emma and i perceive right. this event because for me that was just like so taboo Right. Like, you don't do that. If you do that, you're going to run your ass off next practice. Right. And that, for me, that was, if you heard that, that's it? Yeah. Like, that's all they said? Are you upset about it? That's all they said. You're upset. Yeah, that wow. was not at all the case for us. Like, because I've, I've had some heinous thing, like some absolutely ridiculous things said to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely said some things to guys that probably shouldn't have said or whatever but it was always within the confines of that sport sure and within the confines of that gamer right and see for every interaction that i had that was negative in female sports it went outside of the game it was not like at the end of the day you're buddies it was like you saw each other in the parking lot and you got a death stare i've really only had one interaction that left we actually holy shit this is a perfect story for this okay um I was pitching against this one team when I was, I was pretty young. I think I was like 13 Okay. and I'm pitching against this team and tensions are starting to rise and everyone's on my side is kind of thinking like, mm, we're just 13, like chill out, you know? Um, because what had happened was I was learning low pitches or not learning. I was mastering low pitches at that point. And I was having an amazing game. I was just licking the inside corners and these girls could not hit me. I was striking everybody out. Looking. Right. I, I think I was throwing a no hitter at this point. Like I was on an absolute roll. The coaches start freaking out. They actually called over the head umpire to talk to this kid and like to monitor him, see that he was calling the pitches right. And the head umpire was like, Hey, she's just good. Like chill, right. you know? But then after that, when we went to the parking lot, it definitely continued. We saw girls who were, like, giving us looks. I'm sure there were probably girls on my side. I'm not saying we're all angels. I'm sure it went both ways. Of course. But then, it, it, a hundred, I'm going to tell you, 100% yeah, went I both just, ways. It just wasn't me. Right. Um, but then years later, I'm talking years later. I am mm. out of high school at this point. This um, this guy starts talking to my dad at a store and whatever, and is like trying to get him to do something, send money somewhere, whatever. Buy something, who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah and totally. he mentioned play or coaching softball, and my dad was like, "Oh, that's crazy!" Like I did too. And this guy was the coach for the other team, <laughs> and my dad's like, "Oh yeah, we coach Casey Lee." And the guy goes, "Oh," and walks away. Wouldn't even talk to my dad See, because of that from like what five six years ago. See, I've had dudes where. Like, helmets have gotten knocked off. We've been in each other's faces, like, yelling and, like, screaming at each other. Just, you know, like, vile stuff. But I've seen these dudes outside of the parameters of that. And, like, it's all good. That's not at all like, my experience Giving was. each other hugs, like, just laughing about it. Like, I've talked to – I had one guy uh, who, when I played football, like, we lined up on opposite sides of the ball. I played defense. He played offense. That's where we are best at. And him and I got matched up a lot while I played corner. Mm-hmm. And 
we fought and we said a lot of shit to each other that we shouldn't have said whatever however you want to frame it but like i saw him um i saw him this last year at ku Mm -hmm. and we were out of the bar and we were talking and like he like he was like oh you remember like when we played against each other and like we just were laughing and like talking about the shit that we used to say to each other while we were on the field and it was because it's commonplace yeah that kind of attitude i I will say there are certain guys who it doesn't leave there are certain guys who you know all of a sudden it's personal but that kind of talk that kind of trash talk if you will yeah it's a strategy right it's a method i'm like i your game see i even had like one girl who we played against each other in high school and then i played for their club team so like i switched teams and played for them and like several of these girls wouldn't talk to me at practice and i was like what is going on right later i found out it was because they thought that i was like a huge bitch and i was trying to hit them on the mound and Mm. then like they were like oh we talked to you we found out you were really cool and like you of course would never do that but yeah we just like they weren't gonna talk to me (laughs) right so like it even carried over to being on the same team and so so that's what my experience has been right and so i think looking back at what we're debating here and what we're talking about disrespectful or not i think it's a difference of perspective on where we have been what sports we have played what we have done in our careers because when you look at it when i look at it i go yeah all right happened on the mound well and if that's what you're used to it's completely different because for me that was shocking right i was like oh i never saw that but what i'm saying here is when i look at it i go happened on the mound cool Right. It's a strategy. Right. I'm getting, if I had like, not to sound funny, but if I had a guy react and I saw a reaction from it, the way that like you view it as disrespectful, I would amp it up. Right. I would double down on everything I was saying, make sure that he heard every single word I said because I knew he was thinking about it. Right. And I just like, as a pitcher, you have very different mental strategies. You know what I mean? There's very different things that you do to try to get in somebody's head. So it, this could just come down to an argument of it, it's completely different perspectives and different mindsets starting right. from those perspectives. And, and I I think there is a I, – I think being a hockey goalie too, though, you have a lot of times a very quiet mindset, a very introverted mindset. And it's, I, I almost say it would be similar to a pitcher, mm-hmm. but I honestly think it's coming down to environment. The environmental differences, the perceived differences between what we have now discovered between how right. it is viewed in male sports versus female sports. And that's not to say, obviously, that it's fair or just or right. anything like right. that. But, no sexism on this podcast. Right. But it's obvious that there are some differences. For sure. Because the shit I said, and I'm getting a feeling that if I said some of the stuff that I said during a hockey game as a pitcher of a softball team, right, there is no way I would have gotten away with it or it would have been handled the way or perceived the way it was perceived. Because the way it was perceived for me my entire life growing up was... He's just a kid that plays with an edge. Sure. He like he just plays with an edge. He plays hard. See, for any softball team, if we had had like somebody who came in with that kind of mindset, they would not have lasted on that team. Right. So this makes a lot of sense now. Interesting. I'm kind of curious to see. I don't know. I'm kind of curious going forward, like noting this. Yeah. And like understanding this a little bit better now, because I don't think we've ever really gone this in depth into it right or really and i'm gonna say it this way honestly 
I don't think we've ever thought about it this Probably way. Probably not. No. Cuz we we are definitely just like having the bit having the debate right and like yeah and it's been joke. like a super big joke but but actually putting a context on the situations mm-hmm. that we're talking about and saying it makes so much more sense and saying well is this a difference in ideology or is this a difference in almost is this a difference in culture between sexes yeah is it just between sexes, between sports, between personalities? Right. It's just there's so much context that goes into these kind of arguments. So, okay, experiment. Mm-hmm. Whatever your opinion is on this, tweet us it. Like, tweet us your opinion, whatever. Like, and if you're reach not out to us, if you're not comfortable with tweeting it, just DM us. Right. DM fine. Sure. Um, but let us know not only what your opinion is, but what your background is briefly. Mm-hmm. If you played sports, was this commonplace? Like, let us know because now I'm super curious. Right. I want to, I really genuinely want to know um, what people see, like where, you know, and I, it, it could come down to, I could be wrong. My experience could be completely unique. Your experience could be completely unique right. to what you've done. It could be that I just like have a totally different perspective than every other softball player. And that's fine. Right. doesn't mean I'm any less like valid or whatever. Right. But I agree with Emma. I 100% want to know what have your experiences been? What have you seen in your experiences with playing sports? Even Not even necessarily playing sports, but just in life. Right. If you've had some different views or different experiences with this kind of behavior, if you will, mm-hmm. and how you perceive it, because I think as we've discovered here and we've said multiple times, there's clear differences. Yeah. And figuring and, out, and context is everything. Right. And figuring out where those differences stem from, it's it. I think it'll lead us to some very interesting conclusions. Yeah. But, I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet that out really quick. Um. So. Just like so, I don't forget. Um, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, this is really interesting. Yeah, I'm glad we talked about this for sure. I didn't like this. I didn't want to talk about this for for in case you guys don't know. Usually, we have it all planned out on what we're gonna talk about before yeah. an episode. We have every single thing, even though we kind of like we'll be like, oh, like we'll like see we, what we still talk about. riff, but like right, but we still know exactly what we're talking about. This was not meant to take up the entire back half of our No, episode. it wasn't at all. This was supposed to be our opening, like, fun anecdote, whatever. Right. This was supposed to be two minutes of me talking about how Emma gets roasted in our group chat. Right. And then we delved into this. But right. Yeah. So, yeah. Crazy. Tweet that out. I'm very curious. Um, Like Emma said, leave us responses. You can leave us comments on iTunes. You can DM us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Find us wherever you need to find us. Um, Because... We, we want to know. We genuinely want to know what your perception is on these kind of things. Yeah. Um, with that being said. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Easy Sports Pod. Um, rate and review. Um, leave us. You know what? If you want to send put your Twitter handle in like a review, we will shout you out. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll shout you out. If you put your Twitter us. handle in a review, we'll shout you out. Yeah. And, and we'll shout out like um, we had Zoom 2420. Yeah. They left us a long written review. We'll definitely shout out people that do that. Yeah. And like you guys have no idea like how much that means to us. So it's great. Please do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Have an amazing week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll be listening to this either tonight as you're prepare- preparing for work tomorrow right. <laughs> or tomorrow morning as you go to work. Um, or as I've learned 
from a couple people as you work on Mondays. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, please, uh, as Emma said, follow us on Twitter, rate and review on iTunes. Um, if there's anything you want to hear, let us know. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you guys next week.